Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today, <laughs> sorry about that, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and so let's go ahead and get started. Father, we thank you so much for this beautiful day. Thank you, Lord, for waking us up and allowing us to be in our right minds. I thank you, Father, for uh, helping us to go forth and fulfill the very purpose that you've given us for today. I ask, Lord, that you will comfort the brokenhearted and heal the sick. I thank you so much, Father, for uh, blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask that you will speak today and that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, everybody. I'm so sorry I got a little bit off this morning. So today is Sunday, November 29th, 2020, and this is day 1007 of our journey to together. <laughs> All right. So today's message is uh, strong and calm and storm, strong and calm and storm. So there is going to be a lot of things that are going to come our way, but it's all about how we deal with it when it happens. There will be times when everything is going wonderful and well, and then there will be times when it's going very, very rough. So how do we deal with that? So Jesus tells us how we do that. We're going to be coming out of Luke uh, chapter 6, starting in verse 46 through verse 49. Luke chapter 46 through verse 49. And he says, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? As for everyone who comes to me and hears my words, and puts them into practice, I will show you what they are like. They are like a man building a house who dug down deep and laid the foundation on rock. When a flood came, the torrent struck that house, but could not shake it because it was well built. But the one who hears my words and does not put them into practice is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. The moment the torrent struck that house, it collapsed and its destruction was complete. Yeah, very powerful. How important it is for us to be built on a strong foundation. And that foundation is Jesus Christ. Without him, our foundation is very weak and we will not be able to withstand anything. So we must absolutely build our house on him. Otherwise, you know what? Any little wind that comes, we're down and out. We're out for the count. Let me go to my points. Point number one, Jesus said those that hear his words and puts them into practice are those who are built on a solid foundation. So it's all about hearing. So you know how you can say, I'll do this a lot of times. I'll be talking to my husband. And I said, so did you hear what I said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so what did I say? Can you tell me? <laughs> so yeah, we can we can hear, but are we really listening? And the proof that we really heard it and listened was by our practice what what we did with what we heard we went out and we began to do what Jesus said but those who hear his words 
and do not put them into practice are those who have no foundation. Everything is fine for them when everything is going well, but as soon as a storm comes, they lose it. God equipped us to stand in all kinds of weather when life is going well and when it seems like all hell has broken loose against us. Just lost our job. You may have a loved one who is very sick. Um, You know, you could have uh, had a car breakdown and you can't afford to have it fixed. Everything's breaking down in your house and it costs a fortune to get it fixed. Got more bills than money. Your kids and other family members have lost it. I mean, they have just gone berserk. You will get, you, you kind of get where I'm coming from, right? Things are going to happen. And it can be extremely rough. I am not taken away from that. From that point that it can be very, very hard. And that is where the enemy is trying to get us to where we just lose it. And God is saying we must keep our foundation solid. And even once we have Jesus as our foundation, there are times when that foundation might need some repair work. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. You have to call, have somebody come in and jack it up and put some more. Uh, cement down in there (laughs) where it's gotten corroded and the the winds have washed it away and and that happens you know when we begin to let the storms consume our hearts and we begin to act out according to uh, the flesh and lose faith so the building our house on a solid foundation is also strong faith in the Lord. So, we sh- this too shall pass. We must stand firm on God's words, His promises to us. He's there for us. The key is, are we with Him? He said He'll never leave us or forsake us. Now, in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 13, it says, Finally, be strong in the Lord. See, we can't be strong on our own. We must be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power, not in ours, but in his. So the guns and, you know, all the different things that we buy to equip ourselves. Now, I mean, you know, if you do, it's okay. But but that is not enough. <laughs> you know, you know why? Because everybody else has a gun. I mean, you know, we, we still I know we got to protect ourselves, our home. Nothing wrong with having it. But we can begin to have this false sense of security in things, you know. Um, So we need to understand that our power comes through God. And so it says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God. So that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. So, he says, therefore, 
Put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, there are going to be times where we may not understand why, but we still must stand our ground. And in order to do so, We must be fully equipped in our full armor of God. This is what I love about the Lord. He does not only tell us what is going to happen, but what we must do to equip ourselves for when it does happen. And what is what we're going to receive from him for doing so. Where we're going to (laughs) go, you know, all that. We're going to be with him for eternity. But he's telling us, listen, I'm going to save you. A lot of energy and a lot of time. I was looking at the fights last night, and and one of the things that saw, you know, in the difference in between the fighters, one uh, uh, was really, uh, you can tell, had really put a lot into it. I'm not saying the other one didn't, not judging, but just the actions and and how he got worn out pretty quick quicker than the other one and huffing and puffing a little longer than the other one. You can tell the other one was more serious and put a little more work into uh, his stamina, being able to withstand. They were both older gentlemen. So uh, yeah, it took a little more work. So here's what the Lord is telling us. The way we put the work in is through obedience to him. All we have to do is obey God and do him. He says, those that hear his words and puts them into practice are those who are built on a solid foundation. So when he tells us what we must do in order to stay strong and stay, uh, you know, mighty in his power, uh, then we're able to stand strong. And so putting on the full armor of God, so understanding that we must put on the belt of truth. You know, so that truth uh, is God. The Lord said, I am the way and the truth. I am the truth, the way, the truth and the life. No man cometh unto the father except through me, he says. So we must equip ourselves with the truth of God. The enemy fights with lies. We don't want to fall into that trap and begin to lie like him. Tell one, you tell another, and so forth and so on. Then we must have on the breastplate of righteousness. You know, the the enemy, uh, Satan, who comes to steal, kill, and to destroy, he always goes after the heart. And so he tries to attack us there. You know, and that's our part where, you know, the part of our body where we kind of have some deep things that we hide there and keep there. And so he'll go after that. So when we put on the breastplate of righteousness... Oh, glory to God. We're, we're clothing ourselves in Christ, those things that are right in him. And then our heart is protected. And then we put on this foot gear. It says this readiness to spread the, the peace of God. So, you know, Satan wants us to, to go after others and, and be evil and treat them badly. But no, we're about keeping the peace. We're motivated by the peace of God. And then we must have that shield of faith. Uh, You know, the shield of faith is what protects us from those fiery darts that the enemy will throw at us. Uh, Those flaming arrows that come and, you know, they just kind of chisel away at that foundation. 
But if we have the shield of faith, that means that no matter what comes, uh, we we are able like, you know, to, uh, duck, uh, what do they call it, duck and weave or, you know, all those things. We're able to do that. But the shield of faith is protecting us. So our belief in what God said he'll do, that's what we stand on. That is our salvation. And then it talks about um I'm sorry, that is our foundation. Then it talks about the helmet of salvation. So we must have on uh, the helmet of salvation, which also protects the mind. And so when we have that on, when we're saved, we take on the mind of Christ, you see. And so when we have the mind of Christ, now we, we see things as he sees them. We take on the character of Christ. And now we're able to to talk these sweet words. The the fruit of the spirit just flows all out of us. You know, Um, we can't help but uh, have joy, love, peace, kindness and self-control and all of the rest of those nine. You know, it, it, it is just so powerful. And then we have this sword and it's the sword of the spirit. It's the word of God and uh, it's the only weapon of offense in the list of the armor. And, uh, you know, we need uh, to take offense against Satan. But then there's times when we we are tempted and we need to trust in the truth of God's word. Just like Jesus shows us uh, when he was led into the desert by the Holy Spirit and was there for 40 days and was tempted by Satan. And you know what Jesus used? He used the word of God to fight Satan with. You see, and the enemy will try to chisel at us and have us cussing just like the world does when we get upset. You know, we come, we're all good. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You know, everything's good. And let a storm hit and it's like, oh my goodness, we have lost it. But here's the good thing. The Lord knows our heart. And he knows what you're dealing with and what you're going through. And he will make a way. We must have on the proper armor in order to stand firm when the storms come. Not borrowed armor, our own armor. You know, and David was, when he was ready to fight Goliath, you know, Saul was tall and, you know, prestige. and He was the king and, and he took off his armor and, and gave it to David to put on because David was the only courageous one that was willing to fight Goliath, this huge giant of a man. And, and David put it on, you know, out of respect to the king at first. <laughs> and then he started walking around and he said, I can't do it. I can't do this. He took it off. And he said, I got to be me, basically. I got to be who I am. So put on your own armor. Don't borrow anybody else's. Be you. Don't try to act like anybody else or do it like somebody else. The only one we need to do it like is like Jesus. Now, if somebody's following Christ and they're telling you, hey, try this yeah, that's good. That's cool. That works as long as it, as it lines up with the word of God. But but let God show you. All right. We are. Listen, but our we need to put on our own armor from God customized to fit us. We are very different and uniquely made. We're all made in our daddy's image. So start acting like a child of the king of kings and the Lord of Lord, the, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Oh, that bright, bright morning star, Jesus Christ. 
and start wearing your kingdom armor, standing on kingdom ground. Glory to God. We're standing on the promises of God. I think about um, when all of a sudden my husband started getting sick and the things that happened to him. And I remember when it first happened, the first heart attack he had and how it changed everything. Everything was going just smooth. (laughs) It was just like, uh, yeah, it was right after one major storm we had gone through and then things were going just fine. And I remember he said, "Um, I feel funny, you know, something doesn't feel right. And he said, it must be, uh, maybe I got heartburn or something from eating whatever I ate, spicy something. I can't remember what we had that day. And the Lord just had me looking at him and paying attention. You know, so I, I was able to hear what God was saying. Focus, look at him, stay with him. Like he went in the bedroom. I went in there. <laughs> like, are you okay? He came back. Went, came back in the living room and he's sitting on the couch and I was sitting there with him. And he just said, uh, I don't, I don't feel right. I feel this pain. I'm like, where's the pain? And he said, it's coming down my arm. It's shooting down my arm. And, and I just remember in like the Holy Spirit brought back to my attention. I just seen on like a TV show, uh, like Dr. Oz or something that, you know, when you have that striking pain uh, down, going down your arm and all that, that that could be a sign of a heart attack. And my husband, like a lot of people, <laughs> was very stubborn. And I'm like, no, you let's go to the hospital now. And and he was just not looking like himself. You know, it was like he was trying to fight this thing. And, and it was hard. And I'm like, no, 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 let's go. Come on. And I could tell that we weren't going to make it to the hospital if I took us there. And he was like, no, Jack, no, don't worry about it. No, no. I called 911 just like that. See, sometimes... The storm, going through a storm may not be exactly the way we think a storm is going to be or what it looks like. That was a storm. And reacting in the way that God said react and not the way that my husband wanted me to do. Because I had to make sure I had on that shield of faith and knowing that God, hearing what God is telling me to do and not what he's saying to do. I had faith in God more than I did in my husband at that moment. And, and God should always come first. Call 911. Uh, they got there. Got him. Put him in there. He said, sir, you are having a heart attack. And uh, they worked on him and said, had we not got here when we did, we don't know if you would have made it to the hospital. When he got to the hospital, they had to do several stints, put several stints in him. And it was very scary. I did not know if he was going to make it. And it was very hard. And all I knew was God will provide. And it was like everybody was there. We were all out there praying and, you know, just glorifying God. And, and they came back out after some some hours. Yeah, we when he rushed got rushed into the emergency room and uh, they had to uh, quickly uh, begin uh, to get him prepped for surgery. And it was rough to see all that. 
but I give God the glory as he came through. And then he had many other heart attacks, you know, after that, you know, maybe um, a total of five within a total of maybe six or seven years. And, and then a couple of times, I'll remember this one last time when he, well, not the last time, but it was a storm when he literally uh, was sitting down in front of me and we were talking and all of a sudden he just dropped his his whole demeanor, his he, his eyes start rolling to the back of his head and he just, his head fell backwards. And all of a sudden his body, I could tell, started shutting down. He, he was losing control of his continence, things, you know, um, used the bathroom on himself. Everything was just, I, again, I'm praying for him at the same time. 911 in the other hand. And they came again quickly, the ambulance, and again said, Sir, most people don't live through this. And he had had an aneurysm. And they took him to the hospital. He, the Lord, you know, I'm grateful to God to see how God will work, you know, his mighty power and us standing firm and trusting in him and not in ourselves and understanding how we're leaning on him through that storm not ourselves. We can't take it. I wouldn't be able to take it. And there are times we will break down and lose it. And then getting back up and saying, thank you, Jesus, for equipping me to be strong through this storm because the person that is weak needs me to be strong for them right now. And that's what God will. He'll give you the extra strength to take care of yourself and the other person. Oh, God is so good. And he brought him through that. And there are times when your loved one, God will say, I'm ready to take him home now. There's nothing we can do about that. It's all about God's time. And so we trust in God and we go through the process and we go through our morning time. We go through those different periods, you know, and, and we continue, though, to trust God for the strength that he'll give us to endure and make it through each and every day. He'll send us somewhere to someone. He has people in place for us to go and get counseling, for us to go and get help as needed. Don't shun that at all. Use those resources that God has given us when we do that. That's part of us standing on that firm foundation. You see, knowing and understanding when you must Make that change and do that. When it's time to, I've done all I can do on my own, Lord. And, and you've sent, you've got people here with the different gifts and talents that I can go to to get therapy or to get the help that I need. That's what they're there for. That is what God is saying. That's part of having a strong foundation. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that's the first step in having a strong foundation. He's the foundation. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory to God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus name. Amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please uh, don't forget to check us out on our website, uh, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S Ministries, 
org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Um, also, you can check us out on any of the other podcast outlets. Uh, please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address and receive the four Greek words for love. And learn more about God's agape love. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day. Fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.